Welcome to the Extraordinary Women Podcast, and I am so happy you're here. I'm Sherry Harmel, your host for the next 30 minutes or so, and you must be an extraordinary woman if you're here listening today. This is the place where we have conversations about relevant, current, and important topics for today's women. From finding that elusive balance that we all seek, to clearing out the stuff that we no longer need in our lives. Those are our conversations and not much is off limits. The mission of the Extraordinary Women podcast is to give you ideas, inspiration, and even hope that your dreams are absolutely possible. So let's get started. everyone, I'm Sherry Harmel, editor and chief creative of the Extraordinary Women magazine and community. Our sole focus in the Extraordinary Women community is to support women like you to start to live their dreams and create lives that matter. And we do that by highlighting interesting women in the magazine. We also have conversations within our private Facebook group. And we even have courses that really, you know, the first one, next one coming up is a course that will actually help you to get dream ready, as I call it. I've been a coach for over 20 years, and my dream was to create a bigger platform so that all women could step into their unique and interesting next chapters. So welcome to the Extraordinary Women magazine and community. Well, movies fuel me. When I watch The Holiday or It's Complicated, Something's Gotta Give, I get ideas far beyond those gorgeous houses that are in the movies. Someone truly needs to team up with a really good set designer and produce more of those movies. And maybe it's one of you. I mention this because movies with great houses fuel my big dreams, my big audacious dreams, and my crazy wild imagination. I'll actually step into the movie as though it's a photograph and suddenly I get to try in a different life. In this imaginary life, my habits are different. I'm in my bakery making croissants. I'm an amazing cook in my fabulous kitchen. I have a table filled with family and friends. I've renovated a chateau in Italy. I love these movies because they make it easy for all of us to try on a different life. A different life from time to time, and, and truly, that's good for us. Trying on different lives fuels our imagination and makes us ask that question, that magical question, what if? I think it's so important to, for us and to us to live our dreams rather than only writing about them in our journals. Who didn't love Meg Ryan's apartment in You've Got Mail? When I step into the interesting homes that are the backdrop of these movies that I'm talking about today, I get ideas, and I bet you do too. The holiday is one of my favorites for all sorts of reasons. You know, there's two fabulous homes in England and Cameron Diaz's Hollywood, California mansion. You know, how much more luxurious can you get? But as great as the homes are in this movie, 
The message is what I especially loved in the holiday. Eli Wallach, who plays Arthur, an elderly screenwriter who during the Hollywood golden age, says to Kate Winslet, I can tell you are a leading lady, but for some reason you are behaving like the best friend. How many of us do that? How many of us are playing supporting roles in our lives when we're supposed to be the leading lady? How many of us dim our bright light because we're afraid of being too much, too much of something? I don't know what that is, but just too much. So what does that even mean? Well, when I first heard that line in the movie, I was sitting in a theater with my former husband and my daughter, and I almost jumped out of my seat. It was that poignant. I wasn't the leading lady in my own life. And that realization shocked me to my core. Now, when people from the outside probably looked at me, I would guess that they thought, gosh, she's got it all together. She's completely in charge of her own life. But in that movie theater, I knew I was in charge of nothing. I was behaving as though I was the best friend. That quote still stays with me today because even though we might make big relationship changes, in my case, it was a divorce or maybe the ending of a friendship, unless we consciously accept our own roles in those relationships and try to make changes within ourselves, we'll move on, but we'll recreate the same relationship over and over just with different people. I recently had an experience that cut me to the core and made me realize that I was still behaving as the best friend. It was a lady's coffee, and sometime during the coffee, I brought up the topic of investing. One of the women had lived most of her adult life in an American city that was what we would define as an early tech hotspot. I was curious what her experiences and thoughts were around the beginnings of those companies that honestly you'd probably all know unless you've you know been a hermit in the woods. In the actual conversation, the woman said that she had little involvement in their investments, but given her husband's expertise in another area, they had actually gone in an entirely different direction. Fine, right? What I learned though, was it was not fine. I was later severely criticized by the other gal at the coffee who thought it, you know, who I should say I thought was a very good friend, but she strongly told me that my questions weren't appropriate, that the topic of investing is just too personal, and that I should have known better. Now, ladies, I began my career as a stockbroker. So I had always been fascinated by companies, the market, and investments. But still, I felt myself shrink under her strong criticism. Like I said, I thought this was a really good friend of mine. I listened. I took in her criticism. And when I got off the phone, my own mind continued the negative comments. My own mind asked me, why do I do these things? Why do I ask the questions that I obviously shouldn't be asking? 
Why am I interested in things that no one else is interested in? Couldn't I have just kept my mouth shut and my curiosity turned off? It went on and on. But what's important is that you can see that my so-called friend made a few negative statements to me, but I took those statements and that criticism to a new level within myself. How many of us do that? How many of us have internal conversations that minimize ourselves, that dim our own light? On a side note, I truly believe women need to talk more about money and investments. Men do it all the time. The statistics on women, especially single women and money, is rather grim. So I think we need to start to talk about money and learn about money if we don't already know. But the point of our conversation today is that I'm a grown woman. I've spent over 40 years paying attention to the market and the economy. And yet, I deferred to my friend because I wanted to remain the best friend. I wanted to remain her best friend, even if that meant I was not the leading lady in my own life. Bingo. Same behavior, different person. Deep down inside my own fears, I realized that my fear of rejection triggered me into thinking that if I'm being too much, then that means, that, you know, showing my real self, my real interest, asking the questions I want to know the answers to, that if I show that real self, that real and true self, I'll be rejected and abandoned. And ladies, as we all know, those are feelings we want to avoid at all costs. But I ask you, what is the cost of avoiding rejection? What do you have to give up within yourself to be accepted by someone you might care about, even if the requirements are that you play and behave as though you're the best friend? When we do this, we are not the leading lady in our own lives. So maybe the bigger question that we need to ask ourselves is, what is the cost of me behaving as a best friend and not the leading lady of my own life? As Kate Winslet said through her tears in the movie, shouldn't we all be the leading lady in our own lives? Absolutely. Yes, no matter how hard it is, we must behave as the leading lady in our own lives. So I want you to ask yourself that question over and over this week. If you were writing the screenplay of your life going forward and you're the leading lady, what would you be doing? Would the dreams you have remain in your journal, in your head? Or as the leading lady, would you be trying on some new experiences or exploring some new habits, giving those dreams or the foundation of those dreams a go, a go, a really good go? Now we're going into the holidays, which can be jam-packed with personalities and issues. Now, if you're having difficult moments or exchanges with others, I want you to ask yourself, Am I behaving as a best friend or as the leading lady of my own life? Well, I'm ready. 
How about you? Thank you for joining me today. And if you liked our conversation, please give me a review and come back for more. The Extraordinary Women Magazine community and this podcast are really tools to help you on your journey to you being the leading lady in your own life and living your dreams, not just imagining them. There's a lot of dream talk, but what makes me and this magazine community different is that I've been a coach, a real coach for over 20 years. And all that experience helps me to create what you want and need. And because I'm a coach, I'm a super good listener. So your experiences, your wants, and your needs are what drives the content of the magazine and the conversations that we have in our Facebook group and even this podcast. This isn't about using the famous or even the local celebrity or influencer as our guidepost. This is about extraordinary women like you and me, women who make things happen by figuring out what it is that you want and using your gifts in various ways to build whatever it is that you want to create. Wondering if you're going to fit in with the group? Well, married or solo, kids grown or still at home, maybe you have a corporate career, but you're a budding entrepreneur, a stay-at-home mother, or even retired, you'll fit right in. I've coached women and been in most of those roles myself. Go to ExtraordinaryWomenMagazine.com and join us by clicking the subscribe button. We are a magazine community. I don't know how long this price is going to last, but for now, it's only $29.99. So do join us. I'd love to see your name added to the group. Thank you for your precious time today. And as I say to my friends and neighbors here in Paris, a biento. Thank you for listening today. If you want to hear more, just tune in every Monday for a new episode. And if you felt this podcast was helpful, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any conversations and that you also get notified when we have special gatherings. If you liked this episode, please share it with another extraordinary woman. And if you have a moment, I very much appreciate you leaving a review. Now, if you want to hear more about the Extraordinary Women magazine, which includes much more than just the magazine, reach out to me via social media or join us at sherryharmel.com. I look forward to our next conversation, and I hope you do too. 